0: Good morning and greetings to you in Jesus' precious name. This is Marriage Talk. It's been uh, on hold for a while because we didn't really get to record any new uh, podcast in a while, especially because... Our schedule has been so haphazard, especially with the kids and and a lot of changes at home that uh, Pastor Rashmi and I, we we could rarely get much time to sit together and record a podcast and and yet what I thought is it's necessary that uh, we continue to minister to you guys from um, this podcast and uh, that is why I'm doing this one alone this morning and yet I hope that um, a few of the pointers that I bring out to you this morning from the Word will be helpful to you, will be beneficial for you. Uh, there are many people who I have seen, especially those who have been married uh, for a while, uh, you know, who struggle with the uh, whole thing of, uh, hey, how, how much should I be dependent on my husband or my spouse? You know so that's why i have uh, titled this podcast as a quest for independence in the marriage what is god's heart with regards to that does god want a man and a woman to be independent or do does god want a man and a woman to be dependent on each other now there are many levels to this um when it comes to uh, of our, our lives, our hearts uh, there are many sections in our heart. We have emotions. we have uh, you know our physical body, we have uh, you know our mind, we have uh, financial needs, we have uh, physical food needs, we have physical sexual needs, uh, we have physical provisional kind of needs. Um, there are several levels to our life and to what extent should i depend on my spouse now let me begin by saying what apostle paul teaches in in first corinthians chapter 7 it's actually very clear he says this is a duty this is the duty of a husband and a wife the responsibility of the husband and the wife is that they give themselves to each other completely that they give themselves to their spouses a hundred percent, even to the extent of fulfilling their sexual desires whenever and whatever time necessary and required. And and that means that there has to be a level of emotional and sexual dependency on each other. I have seen people who uh, or heard uh, stories of people who would Uh, feel dissatisfied and, uh, you know, unhappy in marriage to the extent that they try to fill their own personal emotional needs, watching television or watching pornography or, you know, engaging in extramarital affairs or uh, engaging in conversations with other people unhealthy, ungodly, sometimes flirtatious, sometimes uh, sinful conversations, lust-filled conversations with the other gender just to uh, fill that emotional void, that sexual void that they experience in their life that, that they are not able to receive in their marriage. And if you're going through something like that, let me advise this to you. You're in a very dangerous place. It's just a matter of time before your marriage can uh, come crashing down. If you are seeking your emotional fulfillment, forget about sexual fulfillment. If you are emotionally dependent on somebody else uh, more than your spouse, the only other person you can depend on more than your spouse is God. It, it is not your pastor. It is not your, um, you know, church members. It's not uh, your boss, your secretary, nobody else. The only other person you can depend on more than your spouse is God. After that, after your spouse comes everybody and everything else. Now, uh, you know, when you live a life like that, when you live a life where your emotional dependence and your sexual fulfillment comes only and only from your wife. It is absolutely impossible for you to be independent, you know. It becomes a struggle sometimes, especially if you're traveling, if you're, you know, posted outside your house because of your job reasons or because of ministry commitments or whatever. It becomes a little bit of a struggle sometimes to uh, be outside and away from your spouse. And yet, if you're willing to just let the Lord heal you and, and, uh, you know, if you're willing to let the Lord fill that void in your heart, you know, the Bible talks about this again in First Corinthians 7. Uh, Paul says that uh, there can be times when you get separated, but the only times you should actually separate from each other is when you're depending on the Lord, is when you want to pray. It's when you want to just take time out to uh, spend in the presence of God. That is the only time you should separate from each other. And if you do separate from each other for a time like that, make sure to come back together and get reconciled get 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 back to that personal place of unity and 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 pl- place of being intimate with each other in every way even to the uh, physical intimacy that that you get back into that place of intimacy so that the enemy will not be able to tempt you with anything else the enemy will not be able to tempt you with with uh, something less important and 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 uh, and that is something that we have to keep as a, as a model, as a foundation before we start. We're going to discuss a little bit about independence. Is it necessary? Is it uh, good? Is it bad? You know, but, but let me tell you, independence is good sometimes in marriage. And yet, it is not so much good when you are emotionally and sexually depending on somebody else other than your spouse. Um, yes, there are there are needs like you know there are m- needs that men have that only men can talk to other men and understand each other. There are needs that women have and which women have to talk to other women. you know God, uh, you know put that place, put that order in place in, in, you know when in Paul's letter said, older woman, you teach young wolf, younger women to, be godly in their marriages and older men why don't you teach younger men to be godly in their marriages and their affairs you know so there are needs there are places where men can minister to men and women can minister to women and and you receive great fellowship and encouragement within the boundaries of uh, you know your gender and yet that cannot lead to an emotional attachment which is greater than the emotional attachment you have with your spouse. The day that that gets elevated to an emotional attachment that you cannot live without, that you are so dependent on, it may not even be sinful. And yet it can be damaging to your marriage. Uh, That is why, you know, I have seen people even getting attached to their uh, spiritual leaders, their spiritual fathers or spiritual pastors and leaders and elders and in the in the process wreck their marriages and i'm telling you all of that in one way or the other is harmful now i'm not saying it is sinful it is actually beneficial for you to be uh, attached and honoring your spiritual uh, leaders and yet when it is at the cost of your marriage hate is not something that pleases the heart of god because god ordained marriage before ministry, God ordained marriage before uh, church, God ordained marriage before your uh, commitment to uh, missions and all of those things. Your primary mission, if you are a married man, starts at home. That is why Paul encouraged the young people in his church in, in, in Corinth saying, hey, if you guys are not willing to give your 100% in marriage, then then don't get married at all. Because a married man, his his interests are divided. His interests are, you know, uh, you cannot give your 100% out for, for you know, the world and, you know, come back uh, and give your 0% to the family. That's, that's not an option for you. Paul says, if you want to do that, if you're planning to give your 100% out in the world and come back home exhausted and not give anything to your family and your kids, then don't get married at all. You know, so we have to keep that principle from the start in, in trying to understand that. Hey, if I am planning to be emotionally independent and uh, and you know be away from my family and not rely on them at all, then that is definitely a very dangerous place. The only person that you can depend on more than your spouse is only and only God Himself. Okay. Now, switching to the other side of it. Now, this is, uh, I'm going to be exclusively uh, speaking to the women um, that are listening to me this morning, especially the women, because uh, the flip side is also true sometimes. And yet, what I have seen is women, they depend on their man in a very, very great measure sometimes, which sometimes to an extent that it is even unhealthy in the marriage. Now that's also not uh, very wise, not very helpful in the marriage. Um, you know, uh, like like I've have, I've have seen people who who are so uh, dependent on their spouses, on their husbands, that they can't even. Um, you know, face or, or receive a phone call without their husband's presence. Or, or they can't even sit and, you know have a coffee with somebody else without their husband because it's just uh, ingrained in them that their husband is their shield and will be right in front of them, be their support all the time and, and to the extent that their individuality is lost in the marriage. And I think that's a very dangerous place. If you read about the examples, some of the examples in the Bible that you talk about godly, amazing uh, woman, wise woman that the Bible talks about, one of the women that you can read about is Ruth in in the book of Ruth. Look at Ruth. What happened to Ruth? How did she find her husband? She founded found her found Boaz on her on her own. She took the initiative to go and and find him. She took the initiative to go and work, and she took the initiative to serve him till her, their marriage happened. And even after, she was such an independent woman. And another example that the Bible talks about is this lady by the name Abigail. Uh, he was she was a wife to Nabal, and later uh, she got married to to King David. Uh, And uh, the Bible talks about her wisdom, the fact that she was a beautiful person, she was a beautiful lady, and that she was a wise lady. And this is what the Bible says, her husband did something which was extremely foolish, something that could have killed him. Okay, and Abigail, what she did was, she said, Hey, wait, let me act independent of my husband's understanding. Right now, if I stand behind him and, you know, and just, you know, just wait, wait and watch for what is going to happen next, I know that this is going to be a disaster. And so she takes a step of faith and she goes and travels with her servants and, and, and brings a gift to King David. Uh, and And that, in fact spared the entire household. The husband eventually died because of, you know, a heart attack, and yet she uh, received a favor from King David and eventually got married to King David. And I think uh, independence in marriage uh, is is very well exemplified in the in Bible, especially by women uh, who have great wisdom. Uh, one of the best examples, in fact, would be to read Proverbs chapter thirty-one, just go through Proverbs chapter thirty-one. You would find that this woman is so industrious, is so uh, you know talented, and so uh, intentional about her day. Let me just read a few verses for you. Uh, it starts from verse ten. It says, "Who can find a virtuous woman?" Okay, it doesn't say a hardworking woman. It doesn't say uh, a, a woman with a lot of uh, abilities it, it talks about a virtuous woman who can find a virtuous woman so if you if you feel that uh, you are a virtuous woman because just because you're hiding behind your husband then i think uh, you know you, you are you know making a a, a huge mistake about your uh, identity let me read it further it says who can find a virtuous wife she's more precious than rubies Her husband can trust her and she will greatly enrich his life. (laughs) Amazing. It it doesn't say he will bring riches to her. It says she will bring riches to him. (laughs) I mean, so totally not what we expected a wife's responsibility to be, right? Says She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She finds wool and flats and busily spins it. She is like a merchant's ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plans the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. Wow! She's a entrepreneur she's a you know, no real estate uh, invest investor it says and her earnings and with her earnings she plans a vineyard. Uh, in other words, she is also into investment banking and, and she is energetic and strong and a hard worker. She makes sure that her dealings are profitable, her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber, she extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads, she dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the civic leaders. She makes uh, belted uh, linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and when she gives instructions, with kindness she carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness her children stand and bless her her husband praises her they they are there are many virtuous and capable women in the world but you surpass them all isn't 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 that something so cool how 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 much of this description fits you Let me ask you, how much of this description fits you? Like, if you read these verses, you would never find her dependent even on her servant girls. You would never find her dependent even on her children. Forget about her husband. You would not even find her dependent on the world around her. She is so independent. And and she is looking out for her husband. She is looking out for her city. She is looking out for her children. She is looking out for the future of the family. Now, the the God of the Bible looks at a woman like this and says, She is a virtuous woman. Now, I'm not saying that you should be so independent and caught up with your career and caught up with your industrious nature that you become, your emotional attachment to your family gets overcome, you know, with your ambitions or your career desires. What I'm saying is, of course, that you cannot be exclusive, your your mind cannot be all and all about depending on your husband for everything, depending on your children for everything. May God give you the strength. You know, the, the, the one verse that stands out from here is that, uh, verse 25 says, she is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. That's the kind of woman that the Bible calls a wise woman. May the Lord make you that kind of a woman. You know, it's a, it's a joy to your husband when you are independent and strong and you know uh, the, it is the job as as a husband see if you're a husband and listening to me let me tell you don't overwork your wife and don't uh, you know exasperate her or you know treat her like a weaker vessel and, and 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 give her all the love the attention the time that she that she deserves and she can don't um, you know, run her like, you know, Pharaoh was, you know, trying to run the Israelites. But uh, however, if you're a wife that is listening to me, let me tell you this. You know, when you are a hardworking, independent personality, you will only bring joy to your husband and your children. And uh, the Bible says your husband and your children, they will stand beside you and they will bless you. They will they will praise you before other people and they will bring uh, gifts for you, and, and and you will be a delight to them. You know, I speak this over every single one of you. Uh, you may ask me, Pastor, isn't that dangerous to be so independent? Yes, there are many dangers also associated with uh, being independent as a spouse. And I've seen people who are independent in marriage get uh, deviated uh, to to the to the extent that. They are no longer spending time with their children. They are some of them I have known about, you know, getting into extramarital affairs at work and at other places because you know they are no longer investing into their home. They're just, uh, you know, and and plus there is no fear that you know if I if I lose my husband I still have money. I still am industrious. I still. Uh, there are so many factors that the Bible talks about, uh, you know, uh, that can actually be dangerous in, in your independence. And that is why Apostle Paul says, at no point should you separate from each other your your career or your ministry or your, you know, your... Um, whatever it be, even your commitments to your family members, you know, your your parents or his parents or your children, none of this should be able to separate you from each other. Anytime that you feel that your ambitions, your dreams, your independence is separating you from your husband or your wife, and I'm telling you, you are, you're doing it you're doing it the wrong way. The Bible. Advice is a very healthy combination of being highly dependent on each other and yet doing it with a great amount of independence and a great amount of hardworking and self-working nature. Uh, Anytime that you just take one and leave the other out, you're in the danger of making a, a disastrous mistake. You can either become a, a you know a single person guy who is actually married and you know have has no relationship with your family or you can on the other hand become somebody who is you know who has no say or no word about anything that goes around in the house and uh, you know you're just a slave you're just one of the slaves in the house and and the husband or the man of the house or the woman of the house runs everything that's not how god intended marriage to be god intended us to be interdependent as much as we are independent, you know, to to lean on each other uh, for every one of our desires, for every one of our dreams, and for every one of our needs, Yeah, even as we uh, pursue uh, independence, even as we pursue the dreams that God has given us, even as we pursue the desires that God wants us to, uh, you know, fulfill it through and in and through our lifetime. I, I really hope that that made you think uh, the, the best way that you can uh, experience independence in your uh, marriage while uh, having an equal and a balanced approach to be dependent upon your spouse in an emotional, uh, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, sexually satisfying manner is by keeping God at the center, keeping God as the most important personality in your marriage. When you do that, when God is the most important person in your marriage, I'm telling you, your your marriage is, is definitely going to bear fruit. Your marriage is definitely going to bring uh, down heaven. Uh, it's going to touch heaven. It's going to bless the people around you. Now, For this particular podcast, I would love to hear some comments. I'd love to hear some, uh, you know, feedback from what you think. And, you know, if you disagree with me, it's absolutely all right. You can um, do that. If you agree with me, you know, feel free to let me know what is the one point that uh, made you think and agree and, you know, whatever it is. Uh, So do reach out to me and let me know how this podcast helped you. And I'd be more than glad to. Uh, really uh, talk about this more often. Uh, That's all from me this morning. I really hope that the next marriage talk, I I could have my wife or at least another couple with me talking about uh, marriage a little bit more in detail. If this has blessed you, please make sure to share it with your friends and your families, other married couples who may be in need of this podcast and, and so that they can be blessed as well. Have an amazing christ-centered and fulfilling weekend ahead that's all for this week as you prepare for a new week ahead may we request your continual prayer and financial support for the ministry here at Bangalore revival center and also for our mission work in different and diverse parts of india africa and around the world every dollar or rupee you contribute will actually make a life transforming difference to many Find all the information for making your generous contributions at PastorPriji.com.